0: Sup, Dad. Welcome to This Dad Reads, a bookish podcast covering numerous genres and fandoms. I'm your host, Jason, and on this week's episode, we're talking books, we're talking Star Wars, and I'm joined by my friend Justin, and we nerd out hard. Hello, fellow fandom friends. It's Jason. Welcome to another episode of This Dad Reads, the podcast. I hope everyone's doing well out there. We're into March now, and if you're anything like me, I kind of live my life with the academic calendar. Having little kids in school, I work for a university, it kind of just, that's a natural pace that my life falls into. So we're kind of heading into that spring break time, middle of the semester time. Uh, I don't know if there's any college students out there listening, if you have midterms, hope those go as well for you as possible, but um, it's just kind of that weird in-between time, right? Like, it's not quite summertime. I don't know where how it is where you're at, but it is really cold uh, where I live. I'm in California. Um, kind of atypical for this season, or it feels like it at least, so. For today's episode, I just want to jump right into my last current next. I've been doing a lot of reading, um, and I want to just kind of catch you guys up to speed on where I'm at. The last book I read is called *A Machine Divine* by Derek Paul. He's an independent author, and this is kind of a futuristic—I um, don't want to say post-apocalyptic—but it's a it's a unique mixture of kind of sci-fi, kind of fantasy, a little bit of YA. Um, it tells the story of um, this kind of kind kind of class system um, in a fantasy world where. There's the main character who's from this kind of rough and tumble part of the world and he gains entry into this kind of elite school in the biggest city in the region um, and kind of just hit the path he goes down, getting to know some friends, um, kind of being influenced by new forces in his life and learning different ways and having his eyes open to things. In the larger plot, there's this mysterious band of uh, kind of terrorists who are Uh, attacking the civilization and the world and it's kind of up to him and his friends to find out what's going on and um, it was really interesting. So I'm actually, a full review is upcoming on thisdadreads.com so I love supporting independent authors and just diving into new worlds and helping support them any way I can so keep an eye out on my website for my full review of A Machine Divine and check it out for yourselves. I actually really recommend it. The book I am currently reading and I'm at the very start of it is the next high Republic phase two novel cataclysm by Lydia King. I'm really excited for this one. Um, obviously I'm just, I've just started it, so I don't have too much to say yet, but I'm always excited when there's a new star Wars book, um, on my list and, um, will be probably freaking out with a lot of the other uh, people as I dive into this book. I'm really interested to see where things are at with Axel gray Lark. Um, I know he's the cover guy for this book, and so I'm really excited to see what happens with that. Um, this phase has been really cool, um, I, it's the shorter phase of The High Republic, that the shortest phase of The High Republic that we've had so far, but um, in my opinion some of the best stories have come out of it, and um, I've just really been stoked for everything that's been in this phase, and um, I know that a lot of us are kind of chomping at the bit to get back to our characters that we grew to love in phase one, but between... The events of the adult novels, the young adult novels, the Battle of Jeddah, the audio drama, and, like, the comic book series. Like, I do not feel like we are getting anything less than amazing quality stories, artwork, all of it. It's all there. Um, I, I love it. And so I'm really excited to see where this book goes. And I look forward to talking to all of you guys about it very soon. That book comes out on April 4th. So I will be publishing my review on that day as well. The next book I'm going to be reading is the third book in the first Red Rising trilogy, Morning Star. I've said it on previous episodes, but I'm doing a reread of this entire series in the lead up to Lightbringer coming out in July. So um, Morningstar is my favorite book of all of them. Um, at least that's that was my opinion the first time I read through them all. So I'm really excited to be doing my Red Rising read through with my crew on Instagram Um, it's been a lot of fun just being able to chat and um, freak out with other people who are also reading these books so um, I'm really looking forward to diving back into that whole world and just get wrecked all over again and if you've read these books you know exactly what I'm talking about Morningstar will wreck you and don't think I forgot about my droid buddy KC78 Casey, are you around here where are you are you all charged up? You've been charging up for a while. <laughs> I know. Yeah, The Mandalorian just premiered. I loved the first episode. Did you like it too? Uh, yes, the Unzelans were really cute. I know, that scene between Grogu and them, the best. I had to show that to my kids. My kids were freaking out. My kids aren't quite at the age to watch that show yet, but we had my wife and I had to show them that scene. It was awesome. Yeah, I thought the first episode was a great way to kick off the season. I'm going to dive more into that in my next episode, so i um, really stoked to have that show back. I love just the overall vibe of it, and it just feels like home. It feels nice. It feels comforting, so I'm excited. We also have a new Star Wars book out this week, Jedi Battle Scars by Sam Maggs. I was fortunate enough to receive an early copy of this and re- uh, read it and review it. My review just went live the other day when the book came out. In all honesty, guys, this isn't my favorite Star Wars book ever. Um, If you're into kind of the cerebral, character-driven vibe of a story i think you should check it out if you're also just eagerly anticipating jedi survivors release um in april i would recommend checking it out as well and like i say with all my reviews and like i say just in general on the show and in star wars like not everything is for everyone and for me this book was not really for me i'm really glad that i read it and i'm glad that i was able to kind of read this in between chapter of the mantis crew I love spending time with them. I do think Sam Mags really nailed the characterizations and the voices of these characters. Um, but for me, the plot just didn't clip along um, you know, fast enough. And to me, just not enough happened for me to really enjoy it. So um, I, I only gave it one, one dad hat in my review. And that might seem a little bit harsh, but you guys, I just had to be honest with my audience and with you guys. I feel like you guys deserve that honesty from me. And I, I'm always going to be honest with what I say. I love Star Wars, but again, not everything's for me. And uh, i th- i think i made that pretty clear in my review i i think you should read it and form your own opinions of it so that's the cool thing about star wars is you know there's a place for all types of fans and there's something for everyone and not everything is going to be for everyone so there's a whole bunch of comics that are still out right now um i'm actually reviewing sana staros for Tatooine Times that- title has been really fun so far i actually just read read the newest issue um today and that review is up as well in Tatooine times so i'm really enjoying the art on that one i'm really an art centric art forward person when it comes to comics if if the art to me isn't really my taste then it's really hard for me to get into the story but i feel like sana staros is really firing on all cylinders justina ireland is just killing it so far and bringing in stuff from you know the high republic and so it's really it pays off and it's a really um deep, complex story, family, a family forward story, um, but also has some really fun, lighthearted moments with connections to Dr. Afra and the High Republic, like I said, so it's a good time. I, to me, that's a huge surprise, um, with this title. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I would definitely recommend checking out. It's from Marvel. And like I said, um, in my last current next I am currently reading Cataclysm by Lydia Kang I'm s- always excited for what the High Republic is bringing us we have also new issues from the Marvel run for that coming up um, also I didn't talk about this on last month's episode but the Nameless Terror from Dark Horse Comics just came out um, it's a mini series guys it's so good and like I said before about my my vibe with comics if the art isn't if the art isn't popping, I'm not loving it. The art and the story on the nameless terror is crazy. You guys, this is not a kid's title. It's the High Republic adventures line, which kind of always is the cue for audiences to be like adventures. It's a younger story. No, check it out. The nameless terror. I think it surprised a lot of us. Some of the, the responses and reactions I've seen online. It's really good guys. It's, it's really good. And the art is just, it's right at my alley and it's, it's just so good i can't recommend it enough so george mann wrote it um i'm reviewing that as well for Tatooine times i know the release schedules have been a little bit wonky for this phase and you know i'm just gonna give the benefit of the doubt i'll be patient whenever we're gonna get the next issue i'm happy to wait for it um but having said that i off the top of my head i don't know when the next issue is coming out keep an eye on my socials um and if you're a star wars person just keep your keep your eyes out on twitter and all the places there's lots of other um fans and other friends out there who keep track of all that stuff a lot better than i do drunk Wookies, one of them drunk Wookies, is one of my go-to for um, comics shout out to my drunk rookie friends out there um yeah check them out they they're always on top of all of the release schedules and everything like that well casey i told you i wouldn't leave you hanging. Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, I can't talk too much about that yet, Casey. But I will say that I have a very special guest coming up in uh, that I'm interviewing in April for something for an episode that's coming out in May. So if. Mm, if some of you listeners are keen-eyed enough and look at what's on the release schedule for Star Wars in May you might figure out who I'm gonna be talking to that's all I'll say though Casey you can't be doing that you can't be teasing people and you know I can't say anything okay all right buddy thanks a lot appreciate it all right can you hey why don't you get us kicked off with my conversation with my buddy Justin all right thanks Casey for episode four of This Dad Reads, I'm excited to introduce kind of a new, I don't want to call it segment, but just kind of a new way to talk to people on the podcast. Um, I've been thinking about the show and what its purpose is and just having some brainstorming around what I want this to be. And like I've said before, I want this podcast to be a place where like-minded people who might be in similar stages of life, whether they're raising kids or just in adulthood, um, adulthood in general is just a very busy, chaotic time and making a place for people who maybe don't have the people in their real lives to talk about things like Star Wars or the books they're reading or the shows they're watching. I want to create a space where like-minded people can just really come together and feel like you're having a conversation with a friend. That That's really what my goal is. And so I'm wanting to bring on more of my just friends and people I've gotten to know and just talk and just kind of nerd out about all the things that we love. And so I'm really excited to have my first nerding out guest. His name is Justin. Um, We'll get into it in our conversation, but he's a guy I met last year at Star Wars Celebration, just kind of connected over Instagram. We're both in the same state. And so just grown to really, you know, have a cool friendship with this guy. And he's a huge comic book fan and just kind of a fellow nerd. And I Had a great time talking to him, and I'm hoping to do this with other friends that I've made on Instagram or just online. Um, Those of you who you might know who you are, we've been DMing. If you want to chat with me, please hit me up. I would love to be able to find more people to talk to and have on the show. I'm also planning on just having like my in real life friends who are local, like my brother in law, Jeremiah. Shout out Jeremiah. He does, he's done a lot of the artwork for my show, and he's a huge tolkien star wars person like me and in our real lives we get together and talk about all of this stuff very often so i just want to have those have my friends on and talk about what we love to talk about and hope that you guys can all join in that conversation having said that i wanted to invite all of you listening to nerd out with me and my friend justin What's up? What's going on, Justin? How's it going, bud? Dude, it's going good. I'm so glad to just chat instead of
1: just DMing each other on Instagram all the time. We actually get to talk and FaceTime now instead of uh, sliding into each other's DMs all day. (laughs) That's how it all began, though,
0: right? That's how it all began. Hey,
1: so... I was thinking about that earlier today, actually, how we met, so... I'll tell, I'll tell that story afterwards, though.
0: We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So, I know who you are, but why don't you introduce yourself? Let the podcast listeners know who you are. A little bit, you know, what do you do for a living? And kind of, like, what's your Star Wars fandom vibe?
1: My Star Wars fandom vibe. Okay. So, my name is Justin. Um, I am a huge Star Wars super nerd. have been since, uh, I don't know, since birth. Um, would you ask? Do I? What do I do for a living? Yeah, I uh, I work for a little company called Trader Joe's Woo-woo. out here in Southern California. Uh, been here for about fifteen years with the company, so having a lot of fun doing that.
0: Nice, dude. Uh, hang but, on, sorry, really quick. I need yeah. the gingerbread coffee. Is so good, and I'm still trying That's to buy disgusting, that. Disgusting, dude. No, That's disgusting. I no. <laughs>
1: We don't have to talk about it. I'll send you all the extra that we have left over. (laughs) Please do. I have your address now. I'll ship it to you. Okay, please do. Along with uh, free comics as a bonus.
0: Oh, dude. Thank you. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, obviously we we connected on Star Wars, but I mean, I just, you know, a lot of people I've met either, you know, on Instagram or even my friends in real life, like a lot of us, we have connections, those kind of nerd connections. So is it just Star Wars? What else are you into? Like... What what's your thing? Uh
1: well, I'll take you, take you on a little journey here. Yeah. So back when I was maybe well, let's start with the Star Wars cuz that starts first. Uh so back I was born in about 1982. So right before Return of the Jedi. And obviously I'm not uh I wasn't old enough to remember this, but my parents tell me that they took me to see Return of the Jedi with them back when they saw it in 1983. Really? so yeah i was probably 11 months old when that was released so i don't remember it but safe to say it's in my blood since i was present in the theater in 1983 um and then for as long as i can remember it was always playing in my house in the background on those old uh vhs tapes Mm -hmm. that uh, before the special edition came out Mm -hmm. um i was basically memorizing that movie from a very young age Uh, i even at one day i burnt out the vcr by playing all three movies in a row uh while i was homesick from <laughs> school one day yes uh i oh, it stopped halfway through return of the jedi the the vcr burnt out and we had to replace it because uh i was on a star wars kick you and i wasn't going to stop bro. yeah yeah <laughs> that's um, awesome so yeah been a huge fan of star wars uh since as long as i can remember um wasn't really into, I know we kind of connected doing, talking about books and stuff like that over Instagram since we both post a lot of stuff about books. Um I wasn't really into reading a whole lot until about age 11 hmm. when I went to one of those scholastic book fairs. Oh. Uh, do you remember those?
0: Yeah, so good. Yeah,
1: oh. Yeah, I went to one of those at my elementary school. And uh, I picked up this book because it had little miniature aliens on it, and I was like, "What is this?", <laughs> uh, and it was a little book called "Aliens Ate My Homework uh by an author named Bruce Coville, um out of Syracuse, New York. He wrote a lot of uh a lot of books for young teens like that there that had to do with like kids encountering aliens and stuff like that. So I thought it was a super cool book, found out it was a part of a series, so I needed more, so. I uh, took all my allowance money to the crown books that was down the street from me when those used to exist and bought up the entire series and read through all of them. Um, Shortly after that, I discovered that Star Wars had books. And I was like, what is this? (laughs) So every week when I got my allowance from like my paper route and uh, mowing lawns and all that stuff, I would go and get the next book in the, uh, do you remember the Young Jedi Knight series? I didn't read them, but I know of them. Yes. Oh man, you're missing out. Missing out. Yeah, Jaina and Jason Solo, uh, the Solo twins, back before uh, before we had yes. Ben Solo. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, they they had a, quite a few adventures of like 15 different books or something like that. So I was reading those constantly. Um, and then around the age 15, I discovered uh, the Hobbit for the first time. Nice. And read through that maybe. Three or four times, then I discovered the Lord <laughs> of the Rings trilogy. After that, of course, as uh, you do. And this was all before the movies ever came out. Nice. So I was uh, I was deep into those before the movies ever hit, and so just been a a super huge nerd, just nerding ever since. since then. Love yeah, it, nerding out ever it. since.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I'm an '83 baby too. So me and Return of the Jedi, we both turned 40 this
1: year. Ooh, you Oof. old man,
0: rough, rough.
1: <laughs> Are you gonna go see the uh, anniversary when it comes out in May?
0: If it plays in my town My town has weird stuff Like they don't always Show everything So well, I would I would like to I'd love to
1: Did they do it For the Empire
0: I don't Remember Oh, uh, yeah They did They did I don't remember okay. Why at the time I didn't see it But I probably Because I had like Young kids And they were I can't get out of the house well, Oh you're get a dad So yeah <laughs> Yeah exactly You're a dad so, I'll make yeah. it happen I'll make Every it happen time. I'll make it happen I'll come kidnap you Please Please do <laughs> Please <laughs> um so like you said before we we met we connected at star wars celebration last year um i forgot exactly how it happened but i just remember i was trying to throw it out there to people if they're going to be there hey who's going to be here and i just remember you kind of dming me and saying and i remember we we're trying to find each other and i think even at one point i was like what's your name like what's your real
1: name oh, here, <laughs> so, here here this is i'll tell you from my perspective okay, to, i'm uh i'm walking up from the uh the parking structure that's over by the hotel and I remember thinking at that time, I wish I knew more huge Star Wars fans while I was coming here. Because I, had, I went to the 2015 one, and I only knew one person there the whole okay. time. So as I'm walking up to this one, I was like, I wish I knew like a bunch of super fans here that it would be fun to meet up with. Because I see everybody joining these huge groups, and they're all hanging out together. And so I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That one guy's here. <laughs> that one guy from This Dad's Reads. I'm all... I think he said he's going to be here because he's a super fan. He posts a lot of stuff about Star Wars. So that's when I slid into your DMs, like you were saying. And then um, I was like, hey, I'm not sure if you're going to be here, but I'm here. And then I'm thinking, this guy's going to be like, who is this dork messaging me? Like, who is this guy? He's not going to... He's probably not even going to respond to me. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm hanging out by the fountain. Come find me up here. I'm wearing... Uh, this or Tatooine Times yeah. hat or something like that yep. and so I'm like okay cool he actually responded so I'm like I'll go say hi to him and see how he's doing and then at that moment I was like I don't even know his name <laughs> Yeah, and so I went back into my messages to ask you what your name was and I saw a message from you there saying I don't even know your name <laughs> I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. We're That's off awesome. to a good start. That's awesome. We're and actually, it's
0: so funny because one of my childhood best friends was named Justin, and so and it's so many people. I had a coworker named Justin, and people always would call me Justin. Or I just feel like the Jason Justin thing is just—it's followed me my whole life. So it, all it all tracked. It was awesome. It was—it was perfect. It was meant to be, right? <laughs> it was all meant the to
1: time. be. I get called Jason all the time, and my uh, my little brother's name is Jason. So, oh really. <laughs> Yeah, it fits.
0: There you go. It fits. So, yeah, yeah, I didn't realize. I don't think I remembered that that wasn't your first celebration. What was that celebration experience like last year for you?
1: Um, I, well, obviously, you know that I went multiple times this last year. Yes. Uh, the first time I went, I barely moved back into town in time to even make it back okay. in 2015. Because um, I had just moved back to California from Idaho. So, I was only able to go that like that one Saturday in 2015. So that was a fun experience because that was my first time. But I remember telling myself that next time I get to go, I'm going as much as possible mm-hmm. every chance I get. And I think I went three of the four days this last year. Um, and I wasn't planning on it. I only bought tickets to one day. And then slowly I ended up getting tickets to the next days through other people who like would give me their passes and uh, or I would make deals with them and stuff where I like, got certain merchandise for them in exchange for their pass or something yeah, like just that. just scamming your way to oh, more Oh, yeah, that's what you have to do. <laughs> uh, you, you did similar things with your press pass. I know well, you it did. It was the
0: community. The community was coming together to help. Everyone wa- Yeah, everyone <laughs> you know wants what? everyone to have a good time.
1: You know what? The force willed it, so it happened. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so I think, yeah, three of the four days was fun. So next time it's in town, I'll do all four. Definitely. And you made
0: it to the Mandalorian experience thing, right?
1: No. Oh, neither no. did. Oh,
0: I thought you did. I didn't either.
1: Okay. I thought you were about to tell me you did. No, you were gonna I it. didn't
0: either. I didn't either. I thought you had. I forgot. So I know we no, were both we trying to...
1: separate th- ways in a couple parts, but uh, yeah. no, the, I didn't get into that. Uh, I think it was extremely hard to get into. There was a yes. huge line. It was crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had a blast. I mean, I've talked at length about my experience, but I honestly, dude, meeting you and hanging out with you was like one of the core, like memories i'm going to take from that that experience i don't believe like that for just, a second what <laughs> i didn't know anyone <laughs> you met so many cool I people. i didn't there. know anyone going to that thing i mean i met up with um i had some people who i was going to connect with but i never met i didn't know anyone i was going into a blind so.
1: <laughs> every time i met up with you you're like hey what'd you do and i was like oh i was over here at this little panel and stuff you're like yeah yeah cool i gotta go and then you were gone
0: <laughs> the schedule dude the schedule was <laughs> wild like uh, yeah it was kind of like a almost like a work event but it All was right, well, like what was your, favorite what favorite was your
1: favorite thing there my favorite thing that you saw besides me
0: <sighs> yeah besides you well I, probably meeting and getting to talk to the high republic authors like the interview i got to do okay. with them that kind of just happened super randomly um i know you and
1: Kevin became like bfs uh, yeah
0: i i think we're friends now yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> uh Kevin was like the first guy I
0: saw. Remember, you were there. I was like, Kevin, come I over here. Very, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Anyway, that was that was awesome. Just being able to kind of, you know, make those real life human connections with, and the authors are just the coolest because like, they, uh, they're just normal people who, you know, the people like us who know who, their names and read all their books, like they're as cool to us as, you know, the Haydens and the Ewans of the of the world you know and so to me it was as exciting to get to just meet and hang out and talk to them and yeah and and especially being the first time that like the high republic fans got to just be together since you know pandemic and all that stuff it was really cool with the cosplay meetup I think between the cosplay meetup and the interview those are my highlights
1: I think seeing a life-size ewok next to me was pretty cool (laughs) yes no but I, I agree with what you're saying it's cool to see all the author's Especially when they're in um, a crowd of people. And since they're not like a celebrity face, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know who they are. Right. But people like you and me know exactly who they are. Yes. And we can spot them a mile away. Exactly. Like, I, I think I saw E.K. Johnston all the way across that courtyard. And she was even wearing a mask at that time. But I instantly <laughs> recognized who she was. That's I knew funny. right away. Uh, even got Ahsoka signed by her. Um, That's her, awesome. Her novel. Yeah, so... It was cool to see all those people, especially because they may not be out there looking for the recognition, but I'm sure they appreciate it when it happens. 100%.
0: Yeah, 100%. So, I wanted to bring you on in particular because of your love for comics. Like, for those of you (laughs) who don't know, Justin runs the Nerdy Bookshelf. That's his Instagram account. Um, It's your, like, consumption and... (laughs) purchasing of comics like blows my mind (laughs) and I'm one part super jealous and the other part just like so confused about where how you even do like where do you put everything we talked about this I remember but um so I mean you talked about kind of where your love for Star Wars came from kind of how you jumped into reading how about comics like where did that whole journey start and like why why comics for you
1: you asked uh where I put them and I'm a one- one-time-use person, so once I read it, I throw it away, actually.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, could never do that. Um, Love for Comics started... Do you remember the X-Men cartoon show? Yeah. The original one from, like, 1992. Uh, Yeah, on Fox. Yeah. So, around that time, that and the the Batman animated series Um, came out. Roughly around that time. Yes,
0: Batman animated. So,
1: both of those came out right around my formative years, And there was a lot of good content, a lot of good cartoons coming out of that time. Uh, I'm like 11 or 12 years old at that time. And so I really get into superheroes and I'm starting to love the X-Men. I think that's what broke me into comics. Um, I was fortunate enough to grow up around a ton of comic book shops uh, around me here in uh, Orange County. And so uh, every once in a while, my father or my my grandparents, who would babysit me a lot, uh, would take me to a couple different shops around. And I would, uh, that's another place I would spend my allowance money on either uh, comics or the uh, little trading cards that the uh, Marvel would put out once mm-hmm. in a while. And uh, ever since then, yeah, I've been collecting. I still have some of those from that original collection that I started and I never let go of them and uh, been doing it ever since. That's awesome. So, like me, you're
0: not a hoarder, you're a collector, right?
1: <laughs> that's the term we use. Yes. Yeah. That's how we hide behind it.
0: Yes, exactly. No, I
1: I've, I've kind of developed a system so that it doesn't become an issue. Uh, and it doesn't overrun my life. So, okay, okay. I've got a very organized system. And then I also, every once in a while, I get rid of a bunch of them so that,
0: uh, oh, so it doesn't okay. pile up.
1: Yeah. Nice. That's, but I'm also I was... lucky. I What's that? No, go ahead. Uh, I, I got lucky. I have a, uh, I have a three-bedroom condo, so I have some room for storage. One room so. for
0: you, two room for, for two rooms for your comics. Easy.
1: Exactly. Well, one is a Star Wars only room. Okay. okay. And the other is just nerd miscellaneous. Out okay, gotcha. Yeah.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Yeah, you'll see it once it's completed.
0: There we go. There you go. That that kind of goes into my. You kind of answer my next question, but w- I'm sure there's lots of people out there who maybe don't have as organized of a system as you what what is your system like how do I, and we don't have to get too in the weeds but um like what do you do or do you have boxes because I, I the thing about single issues for me i love comics too but i just don't like putting stuff in a box that i'm never gonna see so like what is, what's, <laughs> what's your system
1: uh well first step one is i limit myself to how many different series i'm gonna read okay so, obviously, I, I open myself up to everything Star Wars that comes out. I give every series at least at least a try to see if I'm <laughs> going to like it. Um, and then I've got a couple other series that I at least test out to see if I'm going to like it. And then I'll, I'll let it ride for like five or six issues and okay. see if I'm going to hold on. Uh, but then I have um, a couple boxes I put my comics in after I'm done reading them. And I keep them all in order, every, numerical order and everything like that. Uh, but once I get to the end of a series, either they finish it or I'm like, this is all I'm going to collect for mm-hmm. it. I get those those BCW boxes that are stackable. Have you seen those black ones? I th- yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll get those. And I, you can label what's in them on the front of them. They got nice. a little slot to put a little card in. Uh, so I'll label them and then stack them in a closet. And I've got one specifically for this line of comics, like this story or this publisher or whatever I'm collecting, like this indie publisher. And then I'll have like a separate one for my key issues of my first appearances, stuff like that. Okay. okay. Another one for all my I actually have a couple for all my signed comics. And so I keep them separated and labeled like that. And they, they're in organized stacks. And uh, so I just make sure that I don't let it get out of control where they just end up in a pile somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And the key is, Whatever you buy on Wednesday, you better finish it by the next Wednesday. You oh. better finish that stack. Okay. Otherwise, okay. you're gonna get buried.
0: That's your rule. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Nice. It's a lot quicker to get through that TBR stack than a book TBR stack. Oh my stack. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we know how big those can get.
0: Yeah, you're preaching to the choir over here. Well, that's good. That's all. I again. That's this is a whole world that it's like I. I collect some comics i grew up reading comics too but i i never i like reading the story so i'm really i'll do digital or i'll do like the trade paperbacks which so um but i could very quickly see how it could get i i have that collector gene i know there's people out there who have that you know collector gene uh, it's the covers it's yes the covers that do it, i know yeah. have you seen all the peach momoko your the new peach momoko one? yes oh.
1: yeah the one she's coming out yeah the ones that like for the, the blade the of star wars i the one for
0: the blade is so nice. I'm yeah. gonna have to get that. Like I have to. I want
1: that Ewok one.
0: Yes, that's nice too. <laughs> I, know. I messaged it's her just for uh,
1: the original. I asked her how much the original for that was, and she's like, "Oh, it's only $3,500. I'm like, "Okay, never mind."
0: Oh, I was like, you could budget for that. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I could. It. But I'm just <laughs> go have these and then we can share custody. <laughs> Okay. She's so
0: good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wild.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. You find your favorite artists and then you just, you can't help yourself from picking up every one of their covers every time. That's yep. why I grabbed this one, the, the, the Paolo one. Yeah. I, I love his artwork.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. I, I was a, I'm a big art fan. I, that's what got me into comics. I was a, well, going back to what you said, like cartoons, like I was not big into Disney, like all the movies, Batman anime, like anything animated. I wanted to be a cartoonist. I draw, I drew, I was really into drawing and art. And especially once I hit junior high and, um, kind of got, got into more comics and, um. Yeah, I I started finding, like, I have a whole shelf dedicated to J. Scott Campbell. He's one of my favorites as well. I know we talked about him, but um, Mm -hmm. he, yeah, same thing. If he ever did, I mean, he's done some Star Wars stuff, but like, same. I I have a whole wall of all his stuff. I love him. So I I totally get that.
1: I know you uh, read comics uh, digitally through your tablet because you get everything early. You're one of those guys that are lucky enough to have like a publisher name, or not publisher, but a, a book reviewer. And so the publishers send you stuff early. What what do you collect outside of what you get downloaded? Like what do you what mm. is the physical media that you have to collect besides books?
0: Oh, like, like I comments? see your leather-bound
1: ones behind you. I have the same set behind you. Yeah. I see your leather-bound ones. I'm- I
0: follow See the thing for me is like it, it um it doesn't really matter what the thing is. I just when it's a fandom or a, a something that I like, um I want it. <laughs> so, like, I have a Dark Crystal shelf, which has some Funko Pops. We've been over this. Yes, we've been over this. Like, I have Funko Pops. I Pop. like it. I, want I it. like some pump Funko Pops. I don't collect Funko Pops. But if they do a lot, like, I bought every single Dark Crystal Funko Pop because I needed to have them. Because I, I thought they were, I liked the way they looked. And, I but I have, I so I have all the Dark Crystal line of, like, the collected works I'm from the either. comics. There's a lot. Like one, two, three. There's a whole bunch of different lo- titles in line. So there's like seven, six or seven collections they have. So
1: okay. So does your your wife not enter this room? Does she just? Because if she walks in there, she's gonna be like, "This is ridiculous." By
0: choice, she doesn't. She part of the whole reason why this room exists is she so she doesn't have to look at everything because it used to be in or our she, master bedroom.
1: <laughs> or she's unaware of that this room exists. Oh no, no, no. She's she's Secret well aware.
0: Door. She's very happy that I have my own place she's happy that I'm happy and we're both happy it's she's just like the total opposite of me though like blank walls I don't want to see anything I don't <laughs>
1: yeah
0: I'll just be like although I will say and my wife might be listening to this my man cave slash office slash collector room there I have like a small kind of like love seat couch this is her the preferred napping room so she comes in here to nap she always wants she's like can I go oh, in the man wow. cave and I'd be like that's fine that's fine <laughs>
1: Do you know the password? <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Right. All right. Well, as soon as mine's all completed and the artwork is all back up on the walls after painting, I will send you pics. Yes. So you can I can't see wait to see like. for
0: sure. For sure. I know we'll Fabio, too, it, just got and all we'll his. Fabio, my buddy from Tattooing Times, he just got his shelves back up, too. And so everyone, he's like, I got to get my stuff up. I got to get it up.
1: Dude, he's super cool. He sent me that Art of the High Republic book.
0: Yes, that's right. You want it.
1: Yeah. I love that book. Because I put, uh, I think I tagged every single person I was following just so I can win that. (laughs) It
0: worked. When I saw that you won, I was like, yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, We talked about this a little bit. And um, What are some of your all-time favorite titles? I mean, we talked about childhood and, I mean, even more modern ones. What are some of your most favorite comic runs?
1: Uh, Besides, like, the the 1990s X-Men stuff that I used to read a lot and uh, Spider-Man stuff growing Mm. up. Since then, comics has definitely expanded since uh, my childhood. Um, if I had to name a few, I really got into Image Comics um, during the late 90s, early 2000s, or mid-2000s, yep. roughly. So, yeah, I really got into some of Kirkman stuff, like Invincible and Haunt, um, both on Image. Uh, there's a series also on Image by... Um, a uh, remender called uh, Black Science, which is super, super good. It's okay. about interdimensional travel. Um, there was a really small little series called Turf, which was one of my favorites because it has to do with this uh, detective in the 1930s um, has no idea as he's like trying to crack down the the mafia and stuff during Prohibition. No idea that he uncovers like this vampire underground society. And then on top of that, teams up with an alien that crash lands on Earth to take down these vampires. Oh, okay, <laughs> and I'm like this can't get any weirder. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I love every minute of it. Uh, another cool one. Uh, it was a very short series called Wild Blue Yonder. Okay, I believe that was on IDW Publishing. Okay, and that's basically like Mad Max above the clouds. Uh where they have to stay above the clouds because anything below the clouds is polluted.
0: Okay. So it's okay. almost like Waterworld. Yeah.
1: But instead of, you know. Nice. So that was a really good series. A lot of character development in that one. Um, really enjoyed every minute of that one. Uh, but one of my favorite ones that I'm reading right now is a, uh, a horror series that has to do with The Black Plague. And it's oh. super good. Uh, one of my friends is actually writing it. um, this guy named Jonathan Chance, uh, he's writing this series called Cover the Dead with Lime. Uh, and he's and actually, he's an English guy, and so he knows a lot about English history. So he's writing a total horror series on the Black Plague, where it's turning people into zombies, and it's bringing them back. Nice. Uh, and so do you, do a, you get early really access series. to all that? Um, I don't get... Well, I get early previews. He shows me little snippets without revealing too much. okay Uh, okay. because he doesn't want me to be uh, spoiled with spoilers gotcha so um so I only get the issues as they come out but he he's a super nice guy and he signs for free so I bring every issue I have to him and he'll (laughs) sign it and then uh, every once in a while when he has free time uh, him and I will go uh, vintage comic book hunting every once in a while
0: so fun nice yeah
1: he's a super cool guy he's very knowledgeable Super funny.
0: That's awesome. You mentioned it a little bit when you were talking about how you kind of got into comics, but, um, and the only reason why I ask is obviously this is, this dad reads, I'm a dad. I'm trying to, like, I'm really curious about where people, um, or what types of parent figures you had in your life that maybe helped you discover this love of comics or media, or like, do you know, do you know in that, that genetic line where that kind of passionate fandom
1: gene came from? Like, just what what is that story? Um, I would have to say if it came genetically, it came from my dad. Um, he's a major sports fan. Okay. And so he was always going to either the sporting events to go meet the players and get autographs for his cards and stuff like that. And he would always take me to local conventions around orange County here. Um, there was a couple really close to me. There's another big one that's not too not too far away called Frank and Sons uh, where he would take me to all these different places. And instead of gravitating towards all the sports cards and stuff that he was going for, I started seeing all these things that were illustrated mm-hmm. and animated with all these bright colors and vibrant characters. And I'm like, whoa, these are cool. And so that's when I started to notice all of these comics and all of these cards that I could collect that are a lot cooler than some guy holding a bat on a card in a picture on a card. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so I was always seeing those. Um, those are the things that are, were grabbing my attention. And then, less than a mile away from me was this uh, local comic book shop that I would always pass on my way to school. Okay, nice. And so. On my way home, I would always stop in there just to see what was new and see whatever brand new comic or cards were out, what new characters were being introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember walking in there one time and seeing that they had uh, X Men issue number one uh, sitting in their little glass case. And uh, back then, I, rem- <laughs> I remember seeing it as priced at like ninety dollars. Back then, do you have any idea how cheap that is? Well. <laughs> You right. take inflation into account, well, and yeah. it's a couple grand now. But back then, I walked by it going, $90, I'm 10 years I'll old, when am afford- I ever going to have $90 <laughs> to spend on this? <laughs> $90 is so much money, you know. Uh, but now it's a couple thousand dollars, I, and I wish at that time I had $90 to spend on that damn comic. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so. Uh comics were always a big part of my childhood. They were always around whether I tried getting them away from them or not.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, like you said too, we when we hung out last time, uh when I was in Pasadena last a couple months back, uh we went you took me to that we went to a used bookstore and we did some kind of books hunting. That was fun. So oh, I know yeah, that little one that we found. Yeah. I know you're into books too, not just comics. So you can include comics in this next question, but I ask everybody this. So what's your last current next at the moment? Or what did you read last? What are you currently reading? And what are you going to read next?
1: Uh, Well, you may be guilty of this as well, but there's never a just one book at a time. <laughs> uh, So I'm not only along with all of the books that I am reading um, at one moment. I mean, I was reading Red Rising with you. Remember that yes, was the last one right. I read. Okay, you finished yeah. it. I did finish it, uh, <laughs> in the last place along with the group. <laughs> <laughs> I was struggling with it. I'm I am sorry. Know. I was, don't give up I yet. But I, I pushed through. I did finish it, and I picked up the second one. So don't worry. Oh, sweet. Okay, good. I wasn't gonna. So I wasn't gonna
0: bother you about it. You weren't gonna push,
1: huh? No. <laughs> uh, no, I did pick up the second because the last like six chapters rolled through for that i i went right through that one it picked up very nicely um but it was a struggle getting there for me okay fair enough and i'm I'm not sure what it is because i don't want to compare it to other series that are similar to it i don't mm-hmm. want to compare it was just a struggle for me to stick with it uh but those last like six chapters really uh rolled pretty well so i blew through it finished it picked up the second one i'm about to I know I'm behind on the group but I'm about to blow through it. Um you said a current read. Uh currently going through a trilogy that was very popular on Instagram recently over the last couple of years, uh The Shadow of What Was Lost. Okay. By James Eilington. It's a a trilogy, but these things are like 800 pages thick. <laughs> okay. This thing is massive. But it reads very very quickly, um, so I'm trying to go through that trilogy alongside of what I'm reading with you. I just didn't want to tell you about it because I didn't <laughs> want you thinking I'm cheating on you with other books. Uh, however, the secret is out. <sighs> I'm sorry to break can't it to take you, it but back I am now. seeing. You can't take it back. I am seeing other books besides <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, no, don't worry. Not other books to grammars, just books. Okay, cool. That's good. Okay, um, you're the only one for me. Uh, <laughs> but next up as soon as i finish those along with the red rising series with you i got to jump back into this oh, i Battle got to back jump you back into the it. high republic you got to do it um, because i'm trying desperately to read star wars in its entirety chronologically right we've talked about this so, yeah i uh, and i'm trying not to jump too far ahead uh Every once in a while, they will come out with something that is in the prequel era that I will jump to, like that Padawan book mm-hmm. that came out. Um, but I'm sticking with only the High Republic right now until it's done. And then I will finish the prequel era, the Old Republic era. Or I Actually, I went through the Old Republic, the Expanded Universal Republic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I will go through the the prequel era up until Clone Wars and then carry on through there.
0: Nice. Did you but, listen to the audio drama of Battle of Jeddah, or did you wait for the not, script book? Okay. Okay.
1: I did not. I waited. For, I'm a physical media guy. I uh, I did for what was that other one from the last phase? Uh,
0: the the Tempest one? Runner.
1: Yeah, I did do that. Um, I listened to that a lot while I was uh, doing some overnight shifts at work. Okay. And so I did go through that, but then I ended up buying the physical copy anyway and read through it again.
0: Nice. Yeah. So yeah,
1: I'm definitely, I, I, one of those people, I don't count it as reading unless you actually read it. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, that's... I'm a purist. <laughs> like if you just listen to the book, you did not read it. I'm sorry.
0: Dang. That's, that's a hot yeah, opinion right fired. there. Shots fired. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, I don't have a soapbox for that really. I, I mean, I disagree, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> I, um, well, it's, I was going to say, I want your opinion is wrong.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Or that yours is, <laughs> um, are you going to, but do you. With these, I would say the Battle of Jeddah was probably the first audio drama that I actually really when I'm uh, I don't want to say I don't want say the wrong thing um you it's really say, hard no, for yeah. me to keep it's really hard for me to keep my focus with audiobooks like I can't do it. Like I need to read to have like my brain just works a different way. But I will say I, this one was, I think it's just because it has a whole cast. There's different voices. It's not like one narrator. I feel like that probably helps my brain. Um, but I really want, I haven't read the script book yet. Actually, I want to read it while listening to it. Cause I think that would be even, I've never done that. Like I've read the script, read script books by themselves and then done audio dramas by themselves. But I've heard a lot of people say it's really cool to do both. So I want to do that.
1: So you're gonna read this along with the audio drama and turn the page when you hear that magical sound, like in the kids' books? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Turn the page now.
1: <laughs> I think you just proved my point though. It was hard for you to focus when you listen to the audio drama. So you didn't really take it in. So that doesn't
0: count. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: I usually it's
0: usually hard for me. I have to really or literally be doing nothing else. Like I have to be going on a walk where I'm not distracted and like yeah, it's really hard. With whereas, whereas when you're reading a book, like that's you can it's a different way to focus your brain. Anyway, um, Yeah, I need my
1: my eyes to focus on the subject to yes. actually be in yes. it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mandalorian's about to come out,
1: dude. It's in what two days?
0: Yes, from today. Well, two from the, from the day we're recording. Yes.
1: Um. Oh yeah. So this will probably come out way after that. We're still halfway through the Bad Batch. And I know there's some slow episodes but I feel like they're building up to something. Um and a lot of people argue that oh we're seeing a ton of filler episodes but if you break down the Clone Wars how many filler episodes were in that 7 season oh gosh, series? Dude, I don't Come know
0: on. if we, I don't I don't know if I'll there's ever really break down my full Clone Wars opinion cuz I don't want to just be banished. <laughs>
1: I think somebody broke it down once and said there's somewhere around like 40-something episodes that are real meat of the story, and the rest of it is kind of throwaway. So, I mean, you're going to get a lot of episodes that don't really have a whole lot of push to the story, but they're fun, and they're it's it's a cartoon. Come on. Exactly. But, uh, exactly. We have that. We have Mandalorian. Uh, we got the news that we're going to get out of April. You're not going to London, are you? Oh No, I wish. Well, are you going to go to the next— um states one heck yeah even if it's in another state yes i will go wh- wherever it goes in the states next is i will attend you so furthest spot away they pick orlando florida you're gonna go i will go
0: well yeah i was already saving i was i think everyone's kind of just everyone's assuming it's gonna be orlando that's probably dumb to do but um it's probably a pretty good guess but Every, did you see last just recently they announced that they're not doing another one until 2025? So yeah. I was already starting yeah. to save up for 2024 because I was like, man, that one last year just hit my hit my bank <laughs> account. Um it hit all of us. So I'm kind of glad that we have more time to save up.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, if it's in Florida, where do you want to meet so we can road we trip? We can fly,
0: it? yeah. Oh, oh, road trip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, back well, backpedal. Okay. There. Okay, we can fly. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. <laughs> share hotel room then yeah
0: there you go there you go oh yeah Yeah. i'd take you up on that
1: help help cut my
0: costs
1: (laughs) yeah that'll be that'll be good we'll do something like that instead
0: for sure we'll get a whole we'll get a whole crew going that'll be fun well i mentioned it earlier but where can people find you online if they want to kind of check out your whole comic collection your
1: weekly (laughs) your weekly purchases oh my weekly hoarding um so yeah, just my Instagram where I share all of that is uh The Nerdy Bookshelf. Um and it's got underscores in between every word on there. So, I'll link it in my in the podcast fine.
0: description as well too. So Sounds good. Yeah, man. Thanks so much for hanging out. This was awesome. We'll do yeah, let's do it again sometime.
1: Want. Anytime you want to do. Sounds good. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks, Jason
0: once again, I want to thank Justin for joining me and having a nerd out conversation. I had an awesome time. um, Lots of good laughs and always a good time with that guy. I hope that we can connect um, in real life very soon in the near future. If you aren't doing it yet, follow him at the nerdy bookshelf. It's the underscore nerdy underscore bookshelf on Instagram. He posts tons of stuff every day and he's just a really cool guy. So I want As many people to find him as possible and just show him some love. I have some plans on the next episode to dive a little bit deeper into Star Wars things, especially season three of The Mandalorian, which has just came out, which I know all of us are enjoying so far. So stay tuned for that. Another announcement for the show as well I am moving to two episodes a month. So you're gonna be getting more of me and my friends and my guests on to nerd out and talk about books, talk about shows. There's a lot of fun stuff I have coming up in the work, so I hope that you will join me for that. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. For more of my content, visit my website at thisdadreads.com for full book reviews, interviews, and articles. Follow me on socials at ThisDadreads on Twitter and Instagram. This Dad Reads the podcast is produced by Erebus Industries and me. Special thanks to my editor, Jeremy Tuttle, and Tacoma Media for the use of their song bounce. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and leave me a five-star review. It really helps. Catch you next time.